welcome to Pop That Culture. No, you hold on to that for a minute, mister. We haven't even explained what that is. Oh, no, it's a new dance I learned over the weekend. I couldn't figure out how to floss, so that's my new dance. It's just, called the whoa. hurricane? It's called the hurricane. Oh, yeah. All right, so we got Joe. We got this girl. We've got Pop That Culture. It's like Sarah and stuff. And stuff. Where we talk about things going on with celebrities, things going on in weird news, things that amuse just us. Um, this one is, uh, it's a tricky story because <laughs> on the one hand, listen, hurricanes are very serious things. Hurricane Florence, I mean, we've had up to, I think it's 17 deaths by now. Uh, something like that. Um, it's definitely into the teens. Yes. And there are just tons of people who still don't have power. And, you know, a large area that was hit was Wilmington, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. But we also know with any storm, reporters from the Weather Channel and from mm-hmm. every network are going to go deep into the heart of that storm. Right, right. As do, far as that break wall. Yes. And get their rain slickers out and do some mm. sort of shot where they're like, I am in the middle of this hurricane. Right. <laughs> because we can't understand just by seeing footage of trees bending like this. You or have the to, stop sign shot. Right. Yes. This shot of the stop sign. Always. Yeah. You have to have a shot of a reporter trying to do a stand up in their report and they are struggling to do so. My favorite is one with Al Roker where someone was actually holding on to his leg trying to stay out of camera mm. shot like a they, like they were almost like a human sandbag trying to yeah. keep them from flying away <laughs> but um the storm has now been downgraded to a tropical depression yeah so it's not eating maybe some sleeping problems it feels a little bloated yeah 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 it's it's not hanging out with its friends i but, know you know you should call it mm. so Mike Seidel is someone who works for the Weather Channel, and this guy's been out there (laughs) doing all kinds of reporting. Right. So he's tired. Mm. He is sick and tired. And people were loving this video that just went right around, right around Twitter, where he is doing his report, struggling, struggling, struggling. And then two dudes are just, just strolling like, like it's no big deal. It would have been better NBC if they were skipping. Just walking right? in the background <laughs> like, what's? it's raining, but what else is going on? <laughs> and he is in the front like, I am in the eye of the storm. So here is a tiny bit of that clip of the weather reporter. Okay, uh, picking it up here in Wilmington, North Carolina, right at the Intracoastal. And we're in one of these bands. This is about us. Nasty as it's been, we had some bands like this last night, and then the eyewall this morning, we were not on TV, it was a dark and raucous uh, night at the hotel, and this wind gusting again. Oh, Mike. I mean, uh. So the Weather Channel put out a statement, and they were like, listen. It is important to note that those two other individuals were walking on concrete uh-huh. and our guy was trying to stay stable right. on wet grass and you tried trying to stay stable on wet grass. It is not easy. And he's I, been up since one o'clock in right. the morning. Mm-hmm. I think all the Weather Channel reporters that cover tropical storms should basically go play football for FIFA. Because isn't that the equivalent of diving? Oh, uh, well. <laughs> you know? <laughs> They so, do, yeah. And so basically, so they're in the conference room at the Weather Channel. So wait, I got to cover the storm? Well, yeah, you know, you got to be the guy of the ocean behind you. We'll let you keep the North Face jacket with the logo <laughs> on it. I, I can keep it? Those are nice jackets. <laughs> okay. Send me in. I'm going to sell it. I'm going to sell it. 
Yeah, it's crazy though, because they've sent a lot of people in, but um, even though the been downgraded a lot of people still can't mm. get out because right. get out um, they're trying to get the airports back up and functional mm -hmm. so that everybody can actually fly away and go back right. to their wonderful studios yeah the only thing that could make this a happy story is that since it were hurricane florence instead of like the wind going it was actually you'd hear florence from florence and the machine uh -huh. singing oh. instead of gusty wind the dog days are over yes nice uh the Joker movie, the standalone Joker movie, we've been hearing a lot about it. Different things happening, people being cast, not cast. Mm. Alec Baldwin, not Alec Baldwin, not happening. Yes. This whole time, what's funny is that I never noticed. We know that Joaquin Phoenix is the star of a movie mm -hmm. called Joker. Yes. At no time have they said he is officially playing the Joker. Right. Just that he's starring in a movie called The Joker. Right. <clears throat> and the first shot they revealed of him is as of his of him as a character called Arthur. Hmm. Not Dudley Moore's Arthur. No. Or he's kind of liquored up Drunk all the and time. Laughing yes. all the time. Yeah, no, I'm an that could be part of the movie too, but yeah, those are some sweet bangs right hmm. there. Uh he's struggling with the one eye. Well, but, uh, I mean, of course he's going to be the Joker, but people are like, you don't know, maybe they, this could be a total bait and right. switch. We don't know. Maybe uh -huh. somebody else is actually going to be the Joker, and, you know, he's yeah. just in there as a character study of somebody else. Yeah, how, you know what, nobody's learned from Star Trek uh, Into Darkness with the whole con Oh, thing. trying to. Right. <laughs> but could Benedict what? Cumberbatch be? Looking at this picture, I'm like, well, screw Joaquin Phoenix. This is Javier Bardem. You're right, it's, <laughs> it's so like, no old, con old country for no. Yes. I or or I Neil Diamond. I, you can oh. digitally de-age Neil Diamond and have him be the Joker. Picture him singing Coming to America right mm. now. Yeah. <laughs> Coming to America today. Yes. All right, so he looks sufficiently creepy. Mm -hmm. He's really good at being creepy in movies. Right. So this is right up his alley. He's going to be amazing at it, but that's his first look. Um, someone who may not have a job anymore. We don't know. Actually, I think we'll find out today, uh. really. Uh, is the wife of a person who is embroiled in a scandal, and that is one Miss Julie Chen, who is married to Les Moonves, mm -hmm. who was just officially asked to step down as CEO of CBS. Mm. When you have that second round of accusers come through, yeah. that's when the company's like, we're going to let you. The first walk round, away. you can reasonably say, well, no, really, I didn't do it. And then sometime after that, you get into the where there's smoke, there's fire. When you start getting into double digit mm -hmm. accusers, right. that's when CBS is like, yeah, we're going to mm -hmm. step away from you. Yeah. And it's a weird position, I would imagine, to be a spouse. I thought the same thing for Cosby's wife, Camille, mm -hmm. um, anybody, Paterno's wife. Um, when you're in that position and you've loved somebody for so long, but it's so clear after a while right. that no matter what he says to you, something happened throughout his career. Uh, yeah. Because this was like 80s, 90s, and now, like all the hits through every decade. But you know what I think? Somebody was accusing him. You're married to somebody for that long. Yeah. I feel like you kind of know. And maybe not, though. Some, maybe they only show their good face to you. Uh, maybe, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to say. It's hard to say if the wife mm. is turning, sees it, turns a blind eye, or legitimately has no idea that right. this is how he handles his business at the office and this is what he's done to people throughout his career. So initially, she kind of put out a statement 
of support for him when the first round of allegations mm -hmm. came out yeah. against him. And then people were wondering what was going to happen once he was let go. And the two, in the two days afterwards, um, she did not go to her midday show, The Talk, mm -hmm. um, and just said, you know, I'm taking some time with family, and everybody totally understood. But she said, I'll be back for Big Brother, this last week's mm -hmm. Thursday night's Big Brother. So she came back to do her hosting jobs for that. And at the very end of the show, for the first time ever, and she does not sign off this way, she signed off from Big Brother and said, good night. I am Julie Chen Moonves. Huh. And it, I mean, with just one word and one change, people are like, I don't know if you can go back to the talk, which is a show that talks no. about a lot of things, but also women's issues and the Me Too movement See, and all of these things. That's the rub, is the, is the women's issue thing. I think her career is going to take it on the Chen. Out of yourself. He's been waiting. Been, oh, we've got. <laughs> oh, you've been holding on to that Whew. for two days? Wow. Oh, my goodness. You I know mean, that feeling when you see the blue sign for a rest area on a road trip, and then you see the second one that says 43 miles away? <laughs> that was Saturday. Yes. Whew. You're like, I know we're going to get into it, uh, and I've got a Chen joke. Yes. So mm -hmm. I don't know. We'll find out because today would be the day that she would go back to the talk if she goes back right. to the talk. And the other women on the show, when she was absent for those two days, said, you know, we fully support her, but we also have to talk about this Les Moonves right. thing. Right. And that it's, it's not right. Clearly he has a problem. And um, it's going to make it weird and awkward when she goes back, but we'll see how they handle it. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's going to be a delicate situation. Yes. Now. Some people thought it was going, another controversy was going to blow up in the face of a certain company, and it ended up actually being a fantastic thing for right. this company, and that was Nike rolling the dice with the whole Colin Kaepernick thing. Mm -hmm. A lot of people angry, a lot of people lit their shoes on fire, a lot of people cut mm -hmm. their Nike swooshes out of their socks. After and their paying for and, the gear. Right. <laughs> you know. And, uh... As it turns out, as of right now, their stock prices are like the highest they've ever been. Which basically means that there are more people purchasing Nike stock than yeah. selling Nike stock. Yes. So the, this is, would you say this is the court of public opinion? I do. And, okay. uh, you know, because anybody, if it's Nike common stock, you can go out and buy it. And a lot of people were just outraged about the Kaepernick thing. Mm -hmm. And at that point, they're saying, well, I'm going to burn my stuff. I'm going to put it up on YouTube, blah, blah, blah. Just like when all the Harley guys, you know, when Harley announced their reaction to the tariffs, just like all the Harley guys started burning their Harleys and, oh, Who burns a Harley? Geez. No, they didn't. Okay, just like the guys that heard Keurig started ripping apart their K-Cup <laughs> machines. But... So basically, I think the public has spoken. Like, okay, we're cool with Nike doing this, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, the the majority. I mean, they it it was kind of it felt in the in the beginning, right when they announced with just like the print ad that mm. he was going to be the star of the campaign, and um, I think also maybe uh, on the first day that they actually showed the commercial, mm. initially there was a drop. People were freaking the bleep out. Right. And then once it aired during um, the first night of the football season, and from then on, it's just steadily gone mm -hmm. up and up and up. And a lot of people actually, like, even if they want to buy a jersey and they're not trying to make a Nike statement, it'll have right. 
you know, it's Nike gear. Exactly. And so, but there are a lot of people who are specifically trying to buy old Kaepernick jerseys, and they're going for <laughs> it. And yeah, I don't, I, I don't know how Nike knew, but they felt like this is the, this is instead of trying to ride the fence and be in the mm. middle and be Switzerland. We're going to take a side and see what happens. And, and you know, the funny thing is that a lot of people have brought up is that uh, Nike has the contract for NFL jerseys for it's several more years. So anybody <laughs> who loves a player, but right. they're mad at Nike, but you want to wear the jersey, what are you going to take, like duct tape and put it over like anything that looks like it says? Meanwhile, Reebok patches have gone <laughs> through the roof. I, you know what? I bet you a million dollars some people are going to mm -hmm. put like patches over. Right. Maybe they will. I, who knows? <laughs> They're trying to make it come true. Um, I saw this movie that Anda, Anna Kendrick is promoting right now called mm. A Simple Favor. Eh. Um, I mean, if you want to see Blake Lively looking hot in a movie, you got that going okay. for you, which is nice. There is a girl-on-girl -girl kiss, which I know you would enjoy. Oh, I, yes. Yeah. For the artistic uh, right, it's, it's germane it, to the story. Really. Like, it has yes. to happen that it, way. It moves the plot forward. Right. It is part of character development. Yep. Uh, but so she and Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively have been everywhere promoting mm -hmm. this movie. And Anna was recently on with Stephen Colbert. And he happened to bring up a photo that I think was from 2013, or she posted on her, one of her social medias um, in 2013. And it's like a series of three photos where she's meeting um, pres former mm -hmm. President Barack Obama, shaking his hand, and he's smiling, smiling, and then he's doubled over in laughter. And he's it's like, because she sucker punched him. <laughs> Like, boom. I mean, kind of, when you hear the story. Uh, so Colbert was like, I have to know, what the hell did you say <laughs> to former President Barack Obama to make him double over with laughter? So here she is explaining that story. What is happening? This is in 2012, yes. I think. This is I'm just making frame him one, laugh. frame two, and then... Doubled <laughs> over with laughter. I know. What, that must have been a fantastic feeling to get the president oh, of the United States, well, a it, certain president of the United States, to laugh. What did you say? What did um, you do? Okay, okay. So um, I got an email saying, hey, do you want to meet the president? Naturally, I said, of what? And they were like, the country, you idiot. Um, did you really not think he was I really, be the of president? Of course, I didn't. I was like, the president of what? Because um, why? Why? Um, so I, I you know, was very excited to, to have the opportunity to, um, to go to an event and meet him. And um, I showed up. Uh, the first person there, obviously, Apple Polisher. Um, was it at the White House? Uh, no, it was in. It, this was in Los Angeles. Okay. Um, but I was the first person there, and I walk into this room, and it's just the Secret Service agent. And he's like, "You're the first one here." <laughs> I was like, "Cool, good to know. I'm the loser of the group." And uh, and we, you know, got to talking a little bit. And he's from Maine, and I'm from Maine. And this part's boring, but it's a necessary preamble. So um, then Obama comes in, there's like maybe 30 people and we're just kind of standing and, you know, listening to him and he's talking about, you know, the campaign that he's going to run and he's doing that thing of kind of, you know, making eye contact with everybody but not really and I'm going like, oh my gosh, he's looking right at me and he's not, but then he actually looks right at me, which is very different and I'm so excited and he looks right at me and he goes, oh my gosh, um, he's talking about the, the economy and jobs and stuff and he goes, oh my gosh, actually, Anna was in one of my favorite movies, Up in the Air, which talked about the economy and the recession. And I was like, oh, this is such an inconvenient time to be having a full stroke, which is obviously what's happening. Sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah. And like, you know, these people are like looking at me. And so, and then um, we get to shake his hand and take a photo. Um, so, you know, I shake his hand and he says, I hope I didn't embarrass you earlier. And I was like, yeah, you're such an ass.
<laughs> that's awesome. Because it's just, I'm sure it's so, that's the kind of humor that she's used to throwing at people. Mm -hmm. And so she just wasn't even thinking. And then she was like, I just called the <laughs> That's awesome. To his face, I called him an asshole. You know, I was an extra in that movie. In? In Up in the Air. Oh, you were? Yeah, the scene where they get off the plane from the wedding. Because they shot a lot of it at Metro Airport. The yeah. old terminals and the new okay, terminals. Okay, I so, forgot about that. Um, I, I think I was called Asian guy number five. <laughs> um, That's a really great smelling perfume. Yes, it is. But she was also on The Daily Show. Did you see that Between the Scenes clip? Yes. Which I kind of felt bad for Trevor Noah because that, that's his gem. That's his baby. Like, yes. he came up with this thing. No, but she was awesome in it. Well, what's funny is, so, she, so he's doing his in-between the scenes things where he just kind of takes questions from the audience and chats, and then sometimes it turns into a bit, and it's for online only. And so she'd already done her part, filmed mm -hmm. her bit, and came out, and she's got, like, a sweatshirt on over her fancy dress, and she just sits down, and he's like, what are you doing? Do, what are you that's guests aren't a part of this is not your thing and she's like well I love it I love you and I just want to do it and so she starts talking to the audience and um, this woman tells Anna Kendrick that Anna is on her husband's list and Trevor Noah didn't know what he's that like what meant. kind of list he's like I don't understand and he's like wait you have a couples have a list of people that if they had the opportunity to have sex mm. with them that their spouse or their significant other would give them a free pass and she's like yeah and then actually the woman said, Anna, you're on my list too. So she's like, that's good. I've got a chance with both of you. <laughs> but I just thought it was so sweet that he had no idea. Right. <laughs> that people have their hall pass list, basically. Um, you know who's not on my list for Who? that at all? Norm MacDonald. Really? I don't. Are you sure? Yeah. How about Norm MacDonald as Burt Reynolds? Oh, then, yes. Yeah. Totally bangable with the big Yeah, and the hat. mustache. Yes. Yeah, why not? You're right. Now he's back on my list. Mm. Um, he's been having a bit of a rough go, putting his own foot in his mouth. Why has he week. been I know. making headlines just, lately? Just, uh, well, because <laughs> he has been doing press because he has a new right. show on Netflix. Yeah. And in doing press for it, he just got himself in deeper and deeper into trouble with things that he was talking about. So just a mess. But his show started. Mm -hmm. And his first guest was Drew Barrymore, and he said some things to her, and she said some things to him that were very interesting, and we will play them next when we get back on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle Power! Maple Lane Golf Club is a 54-hole golfing treasure located in the heart of Sterling Heights. Maple Lane Golf Club offers immaculate greens, a top-flight pro shop, and inexpensive green fees. For convenience, book your tee time online at maplelanegolf.com. Come out and enjoy a great golf experience. Try our 9 and Dine special, 9 holes of golf, and enjoy food and refreshments in the Clubhouse Bistro. That's Maple Lane Golf Club in Sterling Heights. Check us out at maplelanegolf.com. Hi, I'm Art, and we're the crew at Tuffy Walled Lake. We've been in Walled Lake for 20 years, and through our knowledgeable staff and customer satisfaction, we've become quite the cornerstone in our community and to our discerning customers statewide. We know how important your vehicle is to you, and we take pride in our impeccable, affordable service, and we're trying to get you back on the road as quickly and safely as we possibly can. Please stop in and see why everybody comes from all over to get their car serviced at 784 North Pontiac Trail in Wald Lake. 
At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Rock and Roll McDonald's! Rock and Roll McDonald's! Rock and Roll McDonald's! Rock and Roll McDonald's! What is the story behind that song? You don't like Wesley Willis? <laughs> He's a genius. Is that the guy who was like a like a street performer or a homeless guy and then yeah. he became a rock star? Is it? Okay, Pretty, yeah. well, I wouldn't call him a rock star. Well, I mean, you just but. heard Rock and Roll McDonald. <laughs> yeah. It's in the title. so He wasn't filling up arenas. <laughs> <laughs> On the on. inside, he was. Not even state fairs. Well, I needed an elephant ear and watch that. Mm. I don't know. Um, yes, the reason why you chose McDonald is because mm -hmm. of MacDonald, Norm right. McDonald, who we were kind of chatting about a bit before the break. Um, his show on Netflix is called Norm McDonald Has a Show. So it's mm. a very clever title. Oh. I can't figure it out. What yes. does it mean? What does it all mean? And uh, I haven't watched the full episode, so I don't know if it's a whole bunch of different bits and there's an interview portion of it hmm. i don't know exactly fully what it is but they do have guests on the show mm -hmm. and one of the first guests was drew barrymore so they have a good booking person yes mm. correct and one of the first questions like right out of the gate uh from norm mcdonald to drew barrymore was do you miss doing cocaine <laughs> so that's kind of the tone right and for all the kids show. out there <laughs> Like Dave. Right. Uh, so there was a time after the movie Firestarter where, where Drew went off the rails. I, or did a lot of rails. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, she was just a mess, mm -hmm. but like in a really much, much earlier than most people yeah. because when your mom shoves you into Hollywood when you're mm -hmm. like four or five or however old she was, you start to do things that most people do in their teenage years when you're like eight, nine, right. ten years old. So she's she's just pitching guest jeans like crazy, yeah, right? And getting high. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. So he asked her about drugs, and then in this clip, you also hear her admitting because I forgot about this. Um, the whole big campaign against drugs in the '80s was Nancy Reagan's mm -hmm. "Just Say No" campaign, right? And she worked with Nancy Reagan on it, and like was one of the faces but then also had a wildly abusive drug problem. <laughs> so probably not the person you should have had for this no. campaign. So she, here she is on with Norm MacDonald. I actually worked with Nancy on the Just, so, uh, Just Say No campaign and then went <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you picked the wrong spokesman. <laughs> so sorry, Nancy. And when McDonald asked Point Blank if she missed using cocaine, Barrymore responded with zero hesitations. It's been a very long time, but no, I'm, I like, nothing would make me have a panic attack and seem like a bigger nightmare. Well, she's, she's in a much better place right. now, so we're happy that she's all straightened out and doing her thing and I, running her company and acting every once in a while. Right. I, you know what's really funny is like you watch movies like, uh, what was it, Fifty First Dates? Mm -hmm. 
uh, fever pitch, and yes. you're like, wow, she used to be strung out. <laughs> like, holy cow. <laughs> That's what you're thinking when you're watching this. I can't get, I love Drew Barrymore. Yeah. And, you know, they say that she's like the number one person that people want to sit next to on a plane. Oh. Have you ever heard that? No. Because she just, the way she engages people, she's just like, she's an amazing. She has good stories. Yeah, I, she's I, great sure. in conversation. So, so if you're a person who yeah. likes to be chatty on a plane, then mm-hmm. she would be a great partner for right. that. Especially if she were like a grandma. You know, because like grandmas are also really great to sit by in the plane. They'll tell you me like, oh, about. I remember when I stood on David Letterman's desk and showed him my <laughs> yeah. boobies. I remember that. Right? That was a huge yeah. deal. That was the like the like the poison ivy days of Drew Barrymore where right. she had like super platinum hair and these teeny little yeah. dark. Remember when she made out with Sarah eyebrows? Gilbert? Uh, in Poison yes, Ivy. Yes, in Poison yes. Ivy. Yeah, you're right. That's like a theme of our show today. Mm. Girls make it out. Yay! I Pop love that culture. This theme. Awesome. Um, <laughs> we have uh, a story about another older gentleman becoming a dad very, very, very late in life. 69, Richard Gere, ah. the papa again. He has an 18-year-old son with his first wife, and now his new wife put an announcement on her Twitter, I think it was, where she said, a very special moment just a few minutes ago, getting blessings for our precious to come, where they're with, you know, the Dalai Lama, because actually Richard Gere hangs out. They're buddies. Right. They hang out all yeah. the time. So when they walk in, they're like, hello, Dolly. Hello, Dolly, uh, yes, hello. Or they do it like Carol Channing. Hello. <laughs> Through the dentures. I hope so. Um, yeah, so they're having a kid. Good job, boner pills. I, well, yeah. <laughs> you know, Come to right? Think of it. I mean, we don't know if you need help, Richard Gere, if you're able to do it by yourself. Good job, but <laughs> don't be ashamed. Yeah, she said we couldn't announce it before telling H.H. Dalai Lama. So they didn't want to tell the world that they were pregnant until they got his blessing. They got his blessing, and now mm. everybody knows that. Um, 69 years old and a papa again. I mean, obviously, she's much younger and wanted to right. have a child. And you lucky sons of bitches. <laughs> Just like, boom, they you, conceive. You don't have a clock. We do. <laughs> you can so, be Larry King and 700 years old and still having the baby. It's unbelievable. You know, we were at a hockey game at um, USA Hockey Arena last year. Mm-hmm. And the other team uh, was being observed very closely by Mr. Carmanos. Okay. Who's, uh, what, in his late 80s, early 90s? Oh, is he really that? Yes. Oh. And you know why he was watching the seven-year-olds play? Because uh, it was one of his kids yes. out there because he has a young He has a boy. seven-year-old <laughs> from his current marriage. Mm-hmm. Or, and uh, we were all talking about it, and we're just looking at that, and we're like, yay, boner pills! Yay! So it's just like, at that age, don't you just want a nap? Right? Well, but you could have a really good nap, I would imagine, after exerting yourself. You'd have to, like, bend gay yourself because you'd be all crampy. Well, after, you'd drink yeah. a lot of, you'd have to drink Pedialyte. Just take, just, like, an ice, ice bath or some Epsom salts and then take, like, a sweet-ass nap yeah. after. Have an EKG done. <laughs> have a stress test done running the treadmill. Just to make sure. I just, yeah. Mm. Mm. In other interesting parental news, you've heard of David Beckham. Mm-hmm. You've heard of Victoria Posh Spice Beckham. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of their teenage son, Brooklyn Beckham? No, but that's a killer name. You like Brooklyn? <laughs> yes. I think it could be for a boy or a girl, Yeah, actually. I love, I, 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 you know what, when we were pregnant, I said, if we have a girl, I'd like to name her Brooklyn. And your wife? No, no. she's like, what's the matter with you? <laughs> and I'm just like, oh. She doesn't like city names? I don't know, it's kind yeah, of fun. Like Austin's yeah. fun name for yeah. a Why boy. Not? Or Troy. Troy, Troy. The child of tomorrow, today. Today. So Brooklyn is an aspiring photographer, mm-hmm. 
And after his mom just had a successful London Fashion Week show for her fashion line, he took this picture of her, which in it, she appears to be topless. And a lot of people said, that's weird that you would take a topless photo of your mom and post it, um, you know, with the congratulations. Were there no other photos that you could post right. <laughs> to say congratulations, mom? Good show, good show with your fashion. But there are people saying if you're looking, if you look really closely, and it's going to be kind of hard, but there's like a seam around her arm. So it might yes. just be like a see-through back to the shirt, and right. there might actually be something in the front, but we can't tell. So maybe it's not as weird as it seems to be, but mm. I mean, like, you're hanging out with your mom. You're not like taking, no. taking topless photos no. of her just mm -mm. at the house no. and then posting them yeah. up on your social there's, media. There's, there's no market for <laughs> racy no market. photos of old Filipino women. <laughs> you don't I know. Just, you haven't looked. You know, I haven't really speculated on that market, but that's just my guess. <laughs> Um, There's a you lid know for every pot, though. I'm somebody out there. It's <laughs> like, you know what I need? Racy photos right. of older Filipino women. See, I've always wanted to find a picture of Victoria Beckham, like, crowd surfing so that we could do a meme called Mosh Spice. But <laughs> no luck, and I've actually looked. Oh, can it! can you Photoshop the crap out of that? There's got to be. Probably not. Some uh, sort of picture from her when she was performing that you could put on the head of somebody I, else. <laughs> yeah, I, no. No. Because no, because you you'd want have it to, to be. You'd have to be anatomically. I don't. You know, the shadows would have to be right. I, it would I just, be a lot of work. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I get it. But you need you need the Lightroom plugin for that. Sure. Well, yeah. All right. There is a story in um, BuzzFeed that. They brought up something that I'm so glad other people had this pet peeve. Why? That I totally agree with. And it's that restaurants need to stop. No. Stop. No. With one particular thing. No. And it seems like a trend at a lot more restaurants. All are you can eat breadsticks are great. I love, well, listen, all you can, don't stop with that. Mm. Soup, unlimited soup, salad, and breadsticks. Thank mm. you. Yeah, there is a thing that a lot of restaurants are doing that they think people enjoy, but I say no. And we will tell you what that is when we get back on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, 
but also in the ones that control your various body functions, including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store, and the greater becomes your appetite. With another Prescription for Your Health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. back with pop that culture and something that um, Joe might not be on my side on this one that's nope, fine I'm going to heartily debate you on this <laughs> uh, there's a big article in BuzzFeed where they said restaurants just need to quit it quit it with the clever bathroom signs hmm. just make it clear don't we don't want to have to I mean I get it you think the mermaid's the girl and then the yeah the uh, centaur is the is the boy. But he's got a bird. See, he's holding a bird. He's got a bird. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's the bathroom for people that are into falconry. Are you stupid? <laughs> What's the matter with you? I can't pee here unless I'm into falconry. Yeah. Well, this is ridiculous. <laughs> See, this, it's reserved for people that have like a leather hood over. The, anyway, go on. Whoa. Um, yeah, so they had a whole bunch of different examples. I, I could swear at one point, I want to say... Outback Steakhouse, it was like Sheila's and I forget what Joey's they, or something. Was it or, Joey's? Yeah, Dingo's? I don't know. Dingo's. It was, but yeah, it was like, <laughs> Sheila <laughs> ate my baby. <laughs> and then they had another example here where one bathroom says quarterbacks mm. and then the other bathroom says receivers. Mm. I'm assuming that the ladies' bathroom is the receivers. And and well, if you were at a gay bar, that would be a different Well, right, it could Exactly. You know. And Just then you saying. have to decide who's going to be. Tops and buttons. Right, yeah. But I just, just stop. Just don't. Don't make it confusing. Don't be clever. I just want to know which door I'm supposed to have go Have you had into. an accident because of this? You've had an accident. No, not an accident because of clever, ba clever bathroom signs. Mm. I did inadvertently in a Burger King <laughs> walk into the wrong one. Mm. And there was a gentleman inside who was not happy to see me. But did, then I went did you have the right BK back. mask on? <laughs> yes, just expressionless. Yeah. King oh, face. you're here. I've been waiting for you. Yeah, they showed a picture of one where the women's bathroom had a hand and it said women, but it was pointing towards the men's bathroom and the men, men, but pointing towards the women's bathroom. And you're like, S am I following the pointer finger or do I go mm. to the door that has the word on it that matches me? See, like, I don't. This, I think, is they just need to have unisex bathrooms. And just. Yeah. Just quit it. Just quit there, it with all this nonsense. There is a, a bar on Mercer Street and in Soho in New York mm -hmm. where it's a unisex bathroom. It's just each one of the stalls yeah. is basically its own bathroom with its own sink. Oh, and there's nice. just a room with 30 of them in it. I like that. And the doors are clear. Yeah. Oh. No, but when you close them, they fog <laughs> up. Okay. What kind of places do you I'm hang like, out? Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm like, you, can't, you had me? Good. Yes. No. Oh, the doors are closed. No, you close right? it, and then when you, when you close the door, they, they fog up really quick. But what if it doesn't work? That actually happened to my girlfriend's sister. Oh, oh. And she was, she's one of those people She's like, you're going to fog, right? You're going <laughs> right. to fog. Hold on. I'm she's deathly here. afraid of 
public restrooms, but she was under the impression that it was fogged up. Oh, and then she and realized then everybody that everybody just saw yeah. her butt. Yeah. Oh, no. Not cool. Uh, another example for uh, men's and women's bathrooms that they have in this BuzzFeed article, buns and brats. Again, mm -hmm. I'm assuming we know who the bride Exactly. <laughs> but can I just, can it just say men, women, um, and have a very clear symbol? Mm. Do you have to be, you know, super duper But if, you know what, though, at some point, somebody's going, that sign, that little icon of the one with the skirt is yeah. sexist because not all women wear skirts and blah, 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 blah. That's a terrible example of femininity. Mm -hmm. And then, so how do you do the icon with, like, you know, leggings? How do you know that the icon's wearing leggings? Or it could be a cape. We don't know. It, oh. Have you seen those? No. That where people show that the outline of a person inside and that the triangle was not addressed that it was a cape the whole time. Jeez. Oh, I've never seen that. One. Yes. Oh. So you're cool with it? You think it's yeah. fun to uh, be, like be at a restaurant, really need to pee, and then be like, I could... You know Left, what? right, I don't know which way I'm going. I, it's this, doing this is much easier when you have your child with you, but you know what? Mm. Once you're in there and you're committed to going, it, just go. Just do it. Just, and get yeah. out. Just, just get like, in, get out. you know, when you're at, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it, when you're at Pine Knob, <laughs> and, you know, there's always, or at Comerica Park, there's always the women that are like, well, the guy in the men's room, uh, the line's moving faster. I'm going to jump in that line. There's always. always. That's why I'm saying just have one big always. pee room. Son of a, yeah, you guys, yeah. It's Or so put troughs much in the ladies' room. No. That's no, why men's lines no. move so fast, is there's troughs. No, because it, you would need like... Lower troughs. You would either need really strong quad muscles or there would need to be like seats over the troughs. And I don't hmm. think ladies want to be all kind of like... You know what? Sitting around a trough. They should just do it like they did in ancient Rome, is have like a little canal through the middle of the room that right. you just put one foot on either side of and, and then you're done and you move on. You keep on walking. And there's just water circulating through it. I don't know. Whenever no. I've been camping with friends and you're doing the outdoor pee, there's always like the splashback and like you're getting stuff like on your calf and it's not. Well, dude, you're standing too high. Or you have a very powerful urethra. <laughs> it's like maybe that's your superpower. That's my superpower? Yes. You there had to be something. Pissing on evil. By day, she's a mild-mannered <laughs> podcaster. By, By night. night, she's Peeing golden shower. Evil. Oh, well, that's a, another name. Um, Your costume would be shiny and <laughs> just... And golden. Ah! Oh, anyway. Yes. Oh, I do have a, a hot tip for you, Joe. Should you ever choose to mm. use hair dye in your hair again? No, it was just bleach. It was just bleach? Yeah. Yeah? I was never into the manic panic thing. No. Just bleach it. That was just, just our buddy Spike. Yeah. Because he went through pink, red, Fuchsia, yellow. Uh, yeah, aqua, a whole bunch. green. If you ever feel the need to dye your hair, make sure and actually legit mm. follow the instructions. Yes. And do like a test mm -hmm. first. Don't just go all in. Don't go ham on that and just do the whole thing right. on your head before you find out if you are allergic yeah. or not. I love that advice. So practical. Said, these pictures are of a gentleman who wanted to dye his hair and did not do the allergy test beforehand. That's not a funhouse mirror. That's his actual forehead right. and scalp area. <clears throat> just like a like a biscuit in the oven. Mm. Just popped right up. <laughs> and nice. it's so because uh. it looks like they're fake. I don't know, unless we're all falling for mm. um, a fake thing on the internet. But he yeah, he dyed his hair and his forehead could not take it. 
and it is I, terrifying. No, you, you need to test this stuff. Anything, like if you read the label of some of these products, like this yeah. stuff will flat out burn you. Yes. You know, I mean, just like you leave it on there and you can get chemical burns. I know. But, you know, it's all about getting laid, right? I well, mean, yeah. <laughs> so I want the ladies. The ladies will jump on me if my hair is a different color. Maybe some ladies are mm. attracted to a poofy forehead guy. Mm. Maybe he actually will get more numbers looking like that. <laughs> I don't know. Again, lid for every pot. Mm. And that was also true for one Miss Cher, mm -hmm. who is promoting some things and doing a new article that has been sort of passed around everywhere, where she talks about some of her romances that right. she's had throughout the years. Mm -hmm. Romances. Oh, Cher. Cher. So Cher hooked up with Tom Cruise when, mm. let's see, she was 38 mm -hmm. and he was 22. Well done, Tom. I, well, well done. She was looking good then. She's well preserved now. Mm -hmm. And apparently they met at Madonna and Sean Penn's Malibu wedding. Okay. Which yeah. that's crazy to think about. Yeah. Those, the time period when Madonna and Sean Penn were right. a thing. The material girl and Spicoli. Yeah. Got married. Yes. And uh, Cher had a lot of things to say about Tom Cruise. One, that he was, uh, made her list of top five lovers of all time. Oh, yes. Good to lovers. know. Lovers. Lovers. Oh, uh, wow. That's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. And then, they so they meet initially at the Madonna Sean Penn wedding, and then there was a big thing where a bunch of celebrity guests were invited to the White House for this thing about dyslexia, which mm. I knew he was dyslexic. I didn't realize Cher was also dyslexic. I had no idea. Yep. So she was invited to the same outing thing, whatever. Mm -hmm. And she's like, when we got to the dyslexia thing at the White House, it was on and popping. Like she knew <laughs> that the right. chemistry was too hot, yeah. white hot between her and Tom Cruise. Like, wait, you have difficulty with words and things looking strange when you're reading and I do too? <laughs> let's get naked. Yeah, like let's have was. a 96. <laughs> um, Perfect. Yes, so, and you know what? And he does it without stuntmen. That's, that's right. what she that's, loved he about does it. All his own studs. He, he was hanging on to share for dear life because if he didn't, yeah. he wouldn't be able to get insurance for his next play. What's funny is that she also talked about when there was a short period of time when she was dating Val Kilmer, mm -hmm. and Val Kilmer and Tom Cruise are now working together again yeah. in Top Gun Two. Uh huh. Yeah. So she she could have had like a Maverick Iceman sandwich. I'm not mad at that sandwich, they, especially back in the Just day. Just play volleyball before we do it, guys. It'd be awesome. But yeah, she said that uh, that Kilmer was an amazing kisser, that when he kissed me, I thought my head would shoot right off my body. Like, wow. those lips are as good as you think they are. Wow. Was nice. he wearing the bat suit? I, one could only hope <laughs> that he was. And then the other thing, too, was she made it sound like she's still sort of pining for Gene Simmons from Kiss, who she mm. also dated. That's one I cannot get on board with that one. He It's the tongue. But it's him, his personality. He just grosses me out in general. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. They see like women that have been with Gene Simmons, which I think there's like 10 billion of them. Yeah. Uh, have seemed to enjoy their experience. <laughs> because on the way out it's they like fill McDonald's, up McDonald's this many people yeah, serve no, they fill up customers. The comment card cuz it's, you know, it's return <laughs> postage free. Yes. All you do is just drop it in the mailbox, Put it in the, yeah. you know, and it's anonymous. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, like what is your age? You know, 35, 54. Mm -hmm. Would you recommend this to your friends? <laughs> I've seen the supposed Gene Simmons sex tape and I was not impressed. Well, wow. if David's not impressed, then it has to be total crap. Total lame duck. Yeah. Really? Just like missionary, just 
Well, what, maybe all it was, tongue but no action. Maybe it was really good missionary. Are you sure it wasn't the scene in Happy <laughs> Gilmore where the grandma puts on, you know, like makes out with the Jesus? That might have been it. That might have been it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, or maybe you can. Are you sure it wasn't Paul Stanley or Peter Chris? <laughs> are you positive? Wait a minute. Wait. Or wait. Are you sure it wasn't Stone Temple Pilots when they dressed up like? See, that's the problem with makeup and masks. You don't know who's underneath. She, what if she was confused and it was like you know Violent J and or Shaggy Two Dope from ICP? No, I don't I, see her as being a, a juggalo. I, that's like hmm. Cher as a juggalo is not something I would like to picture. Well, ever. see, you know, Cher has a really huge um, gay following, oh, well, right? Oh, yes, yes. And that's just that's the antithesis to juggalos, <laughs> right? Yes. I, mean. I just think it's adorable that you said you don't know it could have been really good missionary. <laughs> like, hey, was this a window into somebody's soul? You know, what sometimes you about, here's Jen? the thing, right? Like sometimes a chef can make outrageous food with the best ingredients. Oh, right. these are, you know, these are, you know, like, you know, moral mushrooms that only pop once a year. But, you know, to me, true genius is if you're a chef that can make, like, the best hot dog anybody's ever eaten. Funny you should say hot dog. I did that on but purpose. But, yes, sometimes, yeah, it takes real, true skill to make simple dishes right. be more delicious than anybody else's simple right. dish. Talking to you, Giada. <laughs> What's up, Boogs mm. McGee? Mm -hmm. um, it could be over for Childish Gambino, which is kind of a bummer. So, first of all, it took some people a really long time to realize that Donald Glover who, and Childish Gambino who was that? were the same person. They were just like, it was a ton. <laughs> it was something that was going around on Twitter where people... Oh, it was Cardi B. Oh, was she one of the people yeah, who didn't realize? Yeah, she was one of the people, yeah, yes. just, they, they, It's the same guy. I'm getting worried it was actually Lady Gaga. Oh, Gaga didn't realize? Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, my God. So, but there, she was not alone, though. There were other people on the internet. They're like, what? That's the, yes, it's the same person. <laughs> so, Donald Glover has a lot of projects and creative things uh -huh. that he likes to do. He's an actor, he's a writer, and he is a musician. And um, he just is right now on a tour for Childish Gambino and for his show on Friday night. He told the audience, you have bought tickets to the last tour for Childish Gambino. That, that sucks. See it before they go on sale and oh, then mark oh, the tickets up. up the yes. Businessman Joe Duh. is like, let me tell you Supply how to make money, demand. Donald Glover. Hello. <laughs> exactly. But he said that he's a big proponent of things ending. Like mm -hmm. he feels like some people let things drag on for too long right. and that it's good for things to have a, a shelf life, be good and then quit and move on and birth something new. And so mm. that is not to say that he won't do music again as just his name or with a different right. moniker, but for Childish Gambino, mm -hmm. it looks like this tour and this album, the ride is over and we're not going to get any more yeah. kick-ass, this is America's from well, Childish Gambino. I think there's an opportunity here. I think what you do is you have Danny Glover from Lethal Weapon step in okay. and be adultish Gambino, right? Oh, oh. And he'll just get up on stage and tell people to go home. And, <laughs> and how he's you too guys old for this shit. Pick up after yourselves. Yeah. This is not your living room. <laughs> go home. It's 10. Um, <laughs> it's 10. Yeah, you know what? I think this is a hint of, this is my prediction. It's because uh, he's going to start shooting a bigger role in the MCU. Because oh. everything's a theory about the MCU these days. For so you. why not? Yeah, yeah. exactly. I don't know how you're going to bring the MCU into this next story that we're going to do when we get mm. back. Uh, the the PCU, the poop CU, I don't know. No. 
There no, was, no, um, there is a theory about the MCU in this. There is? Yeah. All right, so Joe is going to find a way mm -hmm. to bring in so easy. the Marvel comic book universe mm -hmm. into weaponized poop. And yes. we will tell you what that means when mm -hmm. we get back next on Pop This Culture. Yes. Pop That Culture. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. <laughs> And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot com. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. And the things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. Let's talk about poop, baby. baby. Let's <laughs> talk about poop and pee. Let's <laughs> talk about all the brown things and oh the yellow gosh. things that we see. Scat, get out of here. <laughs> so, um, uh, our favorite states to blame for things are Ohio and Florida. But every once in a while, hmm. every once in a while, Kentucky rides on in yeah. with some with some kick-ass true right. crime stories that are just. Ridiculous. Yeah, the, Kentucky is the state that, in weird news, that if you need somebody to tag in, yeah, in the Kentucky's Luke, like we yeah, got this. Kentucky's we got like this. we've got the big bone lick beer. sign on I seventy five. We can handle this. We're we got good. It. Really? We have we have just we things waiting like uh -huh. in stock and yeah. ready to go. We're just not known for our chicken and bourbon. Come on, right? right? Exactly. More. Also, people who do things like Amanda Peters. Mm. Of course, Amanda Peters. Did yes. This. Now. <laughs> Let's put up Amanda's photo. Yes. If you were going to guess two things about Amanda, one. Is that she's on crystal meth? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How old do you think Amanda is? Um, 18. 
Because, well, you know, that hard Appalachian life is... Uh, close. I saw she's Winter's Bone. Come on. She's, <laughs> she's 26. There's no way in God's green earth, when you look at this photo initially, you think like, oh, yeah, that's a 26-year-old. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a hard, as you mentioned. Yeah. That's, that's like, you know, 26 is about that age, give or take, you know, four years. That yeah. You probably look, you know, so you have the best look of your life, you know. In terms you're still of in, the, your skin, in the good. Your build, yeah. everything about you is probably yeah. the best it will. You're like, yeah. right, and then it sort of starts to fall off a cliff after right. that. But yeah. yeah. Your things start to creak. Oh, sorry, David, you're 26. You're still good. Bye. I said plus or minus four years. <laughs> it was like, if this were a bell curve. <laughs> you know. over that, no matter how you slice it. Dude. No! Oh, oh so, Dave, Dave, we're sorry. Anywho, we're sorry. Amanda, as you would imagine, had an outstanding warrant for her arrest. So mm. the uh, so it was a really good warrant. It was outstanding. <laughs> My God, that warrant's great. Good job. Yeah. Uh, Look at a sticker on you. Deputies show up to her house, mm. and she lets them in the house, but then she locks herself in her bathroom. Yes. So then they have to break the door down, and one of the deputies breaks in, and she's scared and resisting what, arrest. Stop. Stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So deputies, right? It's a it's a bathroom. Was it in a trailer? I, it said house. I, I, I mean, don't know yeah, what no, kind I mean, of. I don't. I don't mean to stereotype, but I kind of do at the same time. Well, I mean, why do you always have to break the? It's got the hole. You stick I mean, the paper clip in. It. I don't you, know. Or or if you really you you saved a, a key from spam. I don't know. <laughs> they open those things. Just you know. So he gets in, and this is when, according to police. Amanda mm. Peters intentionally released her bowels in mm. an upward motion. I don't, I'm not sure how that. How do you release them? Go free! Release the hounds! <laughs> released her bowels in an upward motion and with purposeful direction at mm. this deputy. Yes. Causing said bodily waste to land on the face, arms, and legs of the deputy. All of mm. that is just things in a sentence I never wanted to right. hear. But they happen. Hi, Kentucky. Uh, yes, so she is charged with all kinds of things, resisting arrest, third degree of an assault of an officer with poop, identity theft, stealing money, and a whole host of other things. Of course but she is. There, this is twice now that we've mm. had stories where people have been able to ready, aim, fire, mm -hmm. like bending the laws of time and space right. and like shoot shoot things when I didn't yeah. think you could shoot things yeah. and well you know this is who Nick Fury was paging at the end of Infinity War <laughs> was right? Amanda Peters she's the only person that could get the gauntlet off of Thanos's <laughs> hand you know why because she'd shoot at his hand and Thanos would be like really and he'd take it off and get out a, a wipe and like you know try to watch and just like do that and when the gauntlet's off uh -huh. that's when the Avengers get it oh see you did it duh you did it. She's kind of like Cyclops, you said? but the pants are, are her visor, right? Yes, right, exactly. Mm -hmm. Once it takes pants off, yeah. that's when it, yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't think you could, but you did. I, dude, I did it you when took, we were prepping. I'm like, oh. How, oh, it took me like all of three seconds. Like, that's how it could work. That's like your six degrees of Kevin Bacon or whatever. Right. The, right. Anything can be brought back to, <laughs> to the MCU. To the MCU. Absolutely. Because you know what? That's after 20 movies. That's, you know. Right. On. Exactly. Um, and then finally, the people who are behind autocorrect on your iPhone did actually explain that they mm. did the ducking thing on purpose. Right. So if you wanted to have an F in front of that instead of the D, they just wanted to almost like look out for you. 
so that you didn't accidentally send right. a text with the F word in it? Yes. That you have to type it on purpose? Well, I have good news, and I this is not even a joke. I know this firsthand, mm. that after you do voice texting, yeah. it will actually learn to put the F in there. If you correct it a couple of times, the I, trust me, I'm very, I have a potty mouth. And you're not ducking kidding. <laughs> no. You are so no. telling the truth. I'm not that. ducking around. No. Trust me. So you um, can get that F in there if you really want to. Right. But they said yes. That you was know what? You know what my favorite F word is? Oh, I think I know. It's folly. It is folly. Yeah. Whose favorite F isn't folly? Right. Of course it is. Are you ducking kidding me? I mean, so he's not. Oh, he's ducking great. And we'll see you Tuesday on Pop That Culture. Bye.